story lovers. This is Anne Starnes Kingsbury. Welcome to Flash Performances. Flash fiction is a form of storytelling that strives for the art of concision. It's usually under 1,000 words and leaves a flavor in your afterthoughts. Please relax and enjoy. If You Dig Too Deep by Anne Starnes Kingsbury The light was just right. The wind had died down as Sam Jones positioned his feet on the railing. Darla Collins, his date, relaxed on her iron patio chair, pink drink in hand, listening to the band. The Willows Harborside Restaurant, though pricey, was a common dinner place for the couple. Sam was president of his family operation, a chain of hardware stores. Her eyes drifted from table to table as she analyzed the clothes and affect of fellow diners. She turned her head to the right to watch the seabirds flying overhead. When she saw him, Her rapid intake of breath caused her to aspirate her juice-laced rum. The coughing explosion she couldn't prevent hindered her from calling out to him. Sam, an overweight 31, was walking the railing 150 feet above the jagged granite boulders on the beach below. Darla's frantic pointing to the spectacle alerted patrons and staff. Sam walked oblivious to the crowd with his face turned outward to the water. He reached the end of the rail and turned to the patio. <gasps> the crowd gasped as he bent forward, certain he was falling. Sam's hands grasped the railing on either side of his feet. He rolled forward. When his feet were above the pavement, he let go and walked back to his table. Later, at home, Darla held a pillow to her chest as she related the scene to her fourth friend on the phone. No, he acted as if nothing had happened. I got us out of there as soon as I could and tried to get him to explain it to me. He still insists he wasn't up there. He's over 2.30. He can't climb like that. When her anxiety was spent, Darla went to bed for sleep filled with nightmares. At work the next day, Darla got a grip and faced her 27 fourth graders. She didn't have a moment to think. She brought her class to the auditorium at 1.30 for a short presentation about the perils of smoking. The entire school was in attendance. At 1.47, Darla rose from her chair at the end of the aisle. She strode purposefully to the stage and joined the presenters who were in the middle of a skit about fending off peer pressure and cigarettes. She took a microphone from the stand. When you're a jet, you're a jet all the way from your first cigarette to your last dying day. When you're a... sang Darla with decent singing voice and a good command of tune. You're never alone. You're never disconnected. You're... The audience sat 
in stunned silence as Darla belted out the song. The faces of her fourth grade were radiant in their mouth-gaping, open-eyed surprise. Miss Collin sure could sing. Darla concluded and even got some ragged applause. She replaced the mic and returned to her seat. The players on stage regrouped and finished their performance. When the students were settled back at their desks, the assistant principal beckoned to Darla to join her outside of the classroom. Mrs. Jenny Carthwaite seemed shaken as she proceeded to question Darla about the incident. What were you thinking? She asked nervously, barely able to look Darla in the eye. What possessed you to sing in the middle of a school assembly, and especially that song? It promotes cigarette smoking. Jenny, are you sure you've got the right person? I, I sat and watched the presentation, just like everybody else. I... Darla looked at pictures of herself on stage on Jenny's phone. The principal is going to want an explanation. Better think of something, whispered Jenny hoarsely. That evening, Jenny wrote in her journal with a mug of chamomile tea. Outside the window, her half-tilled garden bed waited for her to resume planting. She stared into space, ruminating about the odd event in school, but also about a conversation with her brother, Sam, days prior at a coffee shop. He insisted that she had done something that she had no memory of. He said she had gone to one of the family hardware stores and bought six cans of spray paint. When the manager closed the store, he discovered a mural freshly painted on the wall on the side of the building. It was a painting of a magnificent snarling black panther balancing on the limb of a tree. Her denials were countered with her signature to the side of the artwork. They examined her car and found the six empty spray cans in the trunk. The evening grew darker. Jenny, Darla, and Sam, each in their respective homes, brooded over inexplicable actions they were told they had taken. In Jenny's garden, where she had been turning over the earth in a flower bed before going to the hardware store, a pale glow was visible. Mingled with the pungent scent of soil was the effluence from an organism disturbed. Jenny was the first host. Special thanks to Scott Kingsbury for acting talents. Thank you for listening.